I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The world we inhabit is not as free, or certain, or safe as you might think. The things that you believe to be unassailably evident are little more than shadows dancing behind a curtain. A masquerade, crafted and dutifully upheld by an organization known as the Foundation. The file you are about to hear contains containment procedures, descriptions, testing logs, historical and in some cases first-hand accounts of the anomalous objects the Foundation serves to secure, contain and protect. Its contents have been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Item number SCP-6299, Level 2, Restricted, Containment Class, Euclid, Disruption Class, Vlam, Risk Class, Notice, Special Containment Procedures. SCP-6299 is to be stored in a 10 by 10 meter animal containment cell at Site 104. SCP-6299 is not to be outside the influence of a Scranton reality anchor at any time, save for testing purposes. SCP-6299 is to be fed two servings of 6299 designated dog food daily. See Researcher Taylor for details. Playing with SCP-6299 is to be carried out daily to ensure that it is in a healthy physical and mental condition. Description SCP-6299 is a male Australian cattle dog weighing approximately 15 kilograms. SCP-6299 is an avid reality bender and experiences an internal hume reading of approximately 160 humes. When not bound by a Scranton reality anchor, SCP-6299 expresses the ability to instantaneously teleport to nearby locations, manifest objects seemingly at random, and perform other anomalous actions such as levitation and material manipulation. SCP-6299's range of influence appears to be about 100 meters. SCP-6299 has an amiable and playful demeanor and often requires interaction from personnel. It is unclear if SCP-6299 has active control over its reality-bending abilities. Training to potentially harness SCP-6299's abilities is pending. Access Test Log Date 23 February 2017 Procedure To test SCP-6299's control over its abilities, it was left supervised in its testing chamber for 30 minutes. Result SCP-6299 spent most of the 30-minute time frame attempting to play with the supervision personnel. At random intervals, however, it, as well as some of its toys that were placed in the chamber, teleported to other locations within its chamber and slightly levitated about 10 centimeters above the floor. Analysis SCP-6299, when left to its own devices, appears to passively reality bend. It is unclear if SCP-6299 has control over its abilities and is using them to play, or if the reality bending is random. Date, 29 February 2017 Procedure 
to test how it interacts with other dogs. SCP-6299 was left in its testing chamber with five other non-anomalous dogs. Results SCP-6299 played with the other dogs in an expected manner. After approximately 10 minutes, SCP-6299 and one of the non-anomalous dogs teleported across the length of the chamber. The non-anomalous dog expressed fear and ran to one of the researchers. SCP-6299 ran to the researcher as well, appearing to want to continue playing. Analysis SCP-6299 has the ability to teleport living organisms. Date 6 March 2017 Procedure To potentially control SCP-6299's abilities, a milk-bone dog treat was placed in a steel box in front of SCP-6299. Results SCP-6299 scratched at the box with its paws for approximately three minutes. It then walked to the opposite side of its testing chamber and stared at the box for a few seconds. Then the treat instantaneously disappeared from the box and reappeared in front of SCP-6299. SCP-6299 then consumed the treat. Analysis SCP-6299 appears to have control over its abilities. Further tests are to be conducted. Date 7 March 2017 Incident When training personnel entered SCP-6299's containment cell, many large crumbs appeared to be remnants of milkbone dog treats were found on SCP-6299's bed. When security footage was combed, it was found that SCP-6299 managed to teleport approximately 10 milkbone treats from the box they were stored in to its chamber. Follow-up SCP-6299 was reprimanded using a spray bottle filled with tap water. SCP-6299 reacted negatively. Analysis It seems that SCP-6299 can teleport items that it does not know the precise location of. Date 10 March 2017 Procedure SCP-6299 was placed on the floor of its testing chamber. A training personnel was perched on top of a large box that SCP-6299 could not reach. Results After scratching the box with its paws, SCP-6299 jumped into the air and proceeded to float upwards as if it were weightless. Upon reaching the personnel's height, it floated forward and landed on their lap, and then proceeded to play with the personnel. Analysis To reach high objects, SCP-6299 expresses the ability to float against the force of gravity. It is unclear why SCP-6299 did not simply teleport the personnel to the floor or itself upon the ledge. Perhaps floating is easier than teleporting. Date 15 March 2017 Procedure A simple mechanism was constructed consisting of a tall, thin chute with a simple latch mechanism connected to a box at the bottom of the chute. When a small object is dropped into the chute, the latch will open and release milkbone dog treats. SCP-6299 was shown how the mechanism worked several times by research personnel before it was given a small ball. Results SCP-6299 teleported a treat out of the box. SCP-6299 was reprimanded using a spray bottle filled with tap water. SCP-6299 reacted negatively. The device was reset and SCP-6299 hesitated for approximately three minutes. Research personnel demonstrated the device again. After approximately five minutes, the ball began to slowly levitate upward before it was dropped into the chute. The latch opened and SCP-6299 consumed the treats inside the box. Analysis SCP-6299 has the ability to telekinetically manipulate objects. 
Date, 22 March 2017. Procedure. SCP-6299 was placed on one side of a plexiglass wall, and several of SCP-6299's toys of choice were placed on the opposite side. Training personnel then clearly stated various words such as ball, rope, and bone. Note. This test was conducted following extensive testing associating certain toys with verbal words, so that SCP-6299 is able to make a connection with verbal cues and objects. Results. SCP-6299 was able to teleport the objects on the other side of the plexiglass wall with approximately 85% accuracy. Every correct teleportation was rewarded with a milkbone treat. Analysis. SCP-6299 is becoming able to teleport objects at the command of personnel. Nine entries omitted for brevity. Addendum. After extensive training from personnel on the SCP-6299 research team, SCP-6299 now has the ability to bend reality at the command of personnel. Such actions that have been developed include Levitation on command Teleportation to specific locations on command Telekinesis on command The ability to summon certain items on command. Items trained with include toy, bowl, blanket, and smaller items such as die and coin. Access Archived Message Log Access granted. To Dr. J.M. Kelly at scp.int. From N.J. Booth at scp.int. Subject, neutering SCP-6299. Hey, Dr. Kelly. I finally got approval for 6299 to get fixed. He'll be dropped off at the clinic tomorrow at 3. He'll be equipped with a reality anchor so he won't cause reality collapse when you cut into him. I'll also send over Mike to make sure everything goes according to plan. Have a nice day. P.S. The reality collapse thing was a joke. 6299 is not strong enough to do that. 2. N.J. Booth at scp.int From Dr. J.M. Kelly at scp.int Subject. Neutering of SCP-6299 Thanks for the information. I'll be sure to be careful. And I sure hope the little guy can't destroy reality. 2. Dr. J.M. Kelly at scp.int from NJ Booth at scp.int. Subject, neutering of SCP-6299. Great job on the surgery. 6299 appears to be a bit woozy from the medication, but other than that, he seems healthy. I'll be sure to send you pictures of the little guy during testing. He's pretty cute with that cone on his head. 2. Dr. J.M. Kelly at scp.int. From NJ Booth at scp.int. Subject, Neutering of SCP-6299. Meet me in my office. I think we may have a problem. Notice. The documentation for SCP-6299 has been superseded by a revised entry as of 20 June 2017. View Revised Documentation. Item Number. SCP-6299. Level 2. Restricted. Containment class, neutralized. Special containment procedures. Researcher Booth has been permitted to keep SCP-6299 as a personal pet. It's to be monitored in case any potential anomalous activities manifest once again. Description. SCP-6299 is a male Australian cattle dog weighing approximately 15 kilograms. 
SCP-6299 was an avid reality bender and experienced an internal Hume reading of approximately 160 Humes. When not bound by a Scranton reality anchor, SCP-6299 expressed the ability to instantaneously teleport to nearby locations, manifest objects seemingly at the command of personnel, and perform other anomalous actions, such as levitation and material manipulation. SCP-6299's range of influence appeared to be about 100 meters. Addendum Following neutering surgery on 10 April 2017, SCP-6299's ability to manipulate reality was severely hindered. Over the course of 48 hours, SCP-6299 became completely unable to perform anomalous actions. Cant counters showed no overly dramatic human deviations in SCP-6299's presence. Investigations into why SCP-6299 lost all anomalous abilities were underway, and it was found through Hume readings at the clinic where SCP-6299 was neutered that SCP-6299 surgically removed testicles continued to have high Hume deviations. SCP-6299's testicles were placed in cold storage, but Hume readings continuously lowered until the object had reached an equilibrium with its surroundings. SCP-6299 and its testicles have been deemed neutralized, and testing and documentation with the object has been altered to fit these new findings. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear, follow the link in the description to patreon.com slash SCP Unredacted and help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. You can get access to production logs, merchandise, recognition, and even a part in a skip. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki. And we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply dash creative dash people or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.